0: Hi, everyone. This is my podcast, American Daisy. And I've noticed when I was feeling sad, a lot of my family members to make me feel better would tell me about everyone who has it worse than me to make me feel better about my situation. And I know my family members are all coming from a place of love when they say this. But when they tell me about everyone who has it worse than me, it just makes me feel guilty. Like I'm not allowed to feel sad about my situation and I should feel grateful. I shouldn't feel sad. I just feel blocked and feel like feeling these emotions are bad that, and I'm not allowed to feel them. On the other hand, I feel like family members have told me about people who are doing better than me to motivate me, to make me try harder in school and get aspire to other people. Like they would say, look at this kid in Stanford, look at this kid at Harvard, look at this kid studying their PhD. But when they say that, that just makes me feel like I'm not enough, I'm not working hard enough. What I am right now is not good enough. And I feel like in Indian culture, we value IQ way more than EQ. But EQ is a very important skill to have in life. EQ is emotional intelligence, the ability to recognize your own emotions and other people's emotions. Expressing negative and positive emotions are very important, and I feel like we are not really encouraged to express negative emotions. And if we do not express any of our negative emotions, we push all of them down inside us and bottle them up. Then in random moments we explode and people are like, why are you exploding over this random insignificant thing? But it's because we push down all our negative emotions and oppress them and they have to come out one way or another, so we should express them and talk about them. I remember my mom asking me one time, what's the point in expressing negative emotions? It just makes both of us sadder and we do not have a solution to fix the problem. And I said, sometimes you need to express your negative emotion and just talking about it makes you feel better. And sometimes you need permission to be sad. Sometimes I would say, Mom, I just need to be sad about my pain. And she would say, it's okay to be sad, but you don't want the sadness to swallow you up and consume you. Sometimes you need that kick to get back up. And my mom also gave me a kick to get back up so my sadness didn't swallow me up. And both of those are important, but you need to be able to express negative and positive emotions. And we all experience negative and positive emotions. But if you express a negative emotion, that doesn't make you not a positive person. I remember when I would express negative emotions, sometimes people would be like, you need to be more positive, but pain is terrible and it's sad. And it's okay to express that and acknowledge that. And if you're down on yourself because you didn't do as well as you wanted on a project or an exam, that doesn't make you a not confident person if you doubt yourself. That just makes you human. We all have negative and positive emotions, and we need to feel free to express all of them. That is an important part of life. And one of the reasons that we don't express negative emotion, I think, is because we're afraid that it might lead to conflict but we need to express negative emotion. And having a little conflict once in a while is okay. My dad said, failures are the stepping stone to success. When you fail, you can look back at it and say, what could I do better for next time? But when you succeed, you did everything correctly. And he said, a lot of people that went down in history, like Edison, And a lot of scientists and a lot of people who achieved great things did not succeed on the first time. They tried many times before they succeeded. So there's nothing wrong with failure. It's a part of life. He said, I will be proud of you if you do these two things. I don't care about the outcome. If you learn for the sake of learning and always try your best, do the best you can do. If you do, do, if you do those two things, I will always be proud of you. And he wanted us to do well in school, get good grades, like every parent. But when we failed and didn't do well, he would break it apart and look at it and say, what could you have done better for next time? Is this a subject you struggle in? Maybe we should get you a tutor. Maybe if you're not good with numbers, I can help you so you do better. Let's learn this together and see what you got wrong and understand why you got it wrong. He said, we always need to look at why, not at the what. Like, why did you get this answer wrong? Why is this so hard for you? Why did you fail? Why didn't you succeed? and look at those and figure out the answers and that will help you succeed. You always need to look at why, not the what, but they're both important, but why will help you to figure out what you could do better for next time. And these tools really helped me to succeed and break down my projects and assignments when I didn't do well and figure out what I could do better for next time. And these tools helped me a lot to think for myself and solve my own problems and they helped me to succeed in school and college and taught me to be an independent thinker and always know why you think what you think it's always important to think about the why conflict and failure are not bad things they're uncomfortable and we do not like them they're not fun to deal with but they're a reality of life. We all experience conflict and failure. And conflict is important. It's important to know how to resolve conflict in a healthy way to have healthy relationships. We will deal with conflict in the workplace, and school. It's an important skill to, to be able to deal with conflict. And how we deal with conflict is with our family and siblings. That's how we learn how to deal with conflict, through our family and siblings, because those are the people we grew up with. And those relationships are very important and impact us in such a major way. And if we do not express negative feelings and emotions and if we disagree with someone, if we do not express any of this and just push them under the rug, we will not deal with any conflict. And you need to know how to resolve your differences your differences, with your parents and family members in a healthy way because that will help us in the workplace, in school, because these are important skills that we all need to have in order to have healthy, successful relationships. Expressing negative emotions and experiences isn't a bad thing. And failure, we all experience these things. But expressing negative experiences and emotions, you have to be vulnerable. And vulnerability is considered a weakness. But I think being vulnerable is a strength. Being able to open up about all your deep insecurities and negative emotions being able to talk about it and opening up to another person that is a strength and being able to express your emotions that's all a very scary thing and it isn't easy I don't think it's easy for anyone it's scary but I think it is an important tool that we need and an important aspect of a relationship when you share and be vulnerable with another person, you get closer to them. When you share your joys and your vulnerabilities and negative emotions and failures and victories, when you share all of that, that makes you closer to a person and your bond grows stronger. And if you can't open up and share your negative emotions and failures with your closest friends and family, who can you open up to? And it's important to share your negative emotions because if you do not share them, they can manifest in physical ways. When you're really stressed and anxious, you can get really bad headaches. I've got really bad headaches from stress and anxiety, stress tension headaches, or you could get a stomach ache for being stressed. And my pain gets worse when I'm sad. When I'm happy, my pain is still there, but my sadness makes my pain worse. So emotions affect us in very physical ways. So it's important to express them in a healthy way. Being grateful is important, but it shouldn't be used as a tool of guilt, like when I was complaining about my stomach pain and how I was sad, people would say, well, at least you're not dying. At least you have money to take care of your medical condition. At least you don't have cancer. At least it's not life threatening. At least you have good caring parents who can take care of you and afford to take care of you. But being in pain, bedridden for days suck and there's no getting around that. The pain sucks. And me, people telling me about all the reasons I should be grateful doesn't make my pain or sadness any better. It just makes me feel guilty for feeling sad. Like, I should be happy about all the things that I do have. And gratefulness shouldn't be like, I should be happy. You should come to it on your own and feel grateful because you truly feel grateful it shouldn't be used as a tool of guilt and i know that's not no one's intention i know when people are saying that they're just trying to make you feel happy and better about your situation because they don't know what to say but the best thing to say to someone when they're feeling sad or in pain i'm so sorry you had to go through that that really must suck i couldn't imagine going through what you're going through saying those words When people say those words to me, that means so much to me. If you don't know what to say, say that. Or you could say, I don't know what to say. Your situation sounds really sad. That is also a very nice thing to say. But gratefulness is a really good thing and people should come to it on their own terms. I'm really grateful for all my friends and family. But being vulnerable and opening up to people is really scary. One-on-one conversations are anytime. This podcast, opening up to the whole world, it's really scary. But opening up and being vulnerable with your close friends and family makes your relationship stronger, and I think it's worth it. And I hope sharing my story will make other people more comfortable sharing their stories and being vulnerable. Sometimes what bothered me is when I would be totally open and honest about my failures and about how hard it was and they were open and honest, but sometimes I felt like they would judge me for my failures. Like, oh, like you didn't do that or like make a look or give a sarcastic, comment or something, I would think to myself, I'm being so open and honest with you. This is a scary thing, it's not easy. Even though I'm very comfortable with being open and honest, it still hurts me when people judge me. It still hurts my feelings, especially if it's from a close friend because I would expect them not to judge me because I don't judge them. Then I learned after those experiences just to open up to people who would never judge me for anything that I say, who would never judge me for any of my downfalls because they know I would never judge them. And people who were absolutely thrilled and were to hang out with me, and I was absolutely thrilled to hang out with them. The excitement was mutual. Thank you to everyone who is listening to my podcast. I really appreciate it. My next podcast, I will be interviewing a friend talking about different topics about Indian culture. We're both Indian and we'll both share our experiences about being Indian and growing up in this country. Thank you all for listening. I hope you had a good day.